Hi everyone, welcome back to my latest podcast. I'm actually parked outside of a Domino's and a Costa Coffee. I'm not going into either of those. There's a Burger King just over there. There's a McDonald's over the road. There's a KFC and a Subway. I'm at a place called Thinford Roundabout. It's about 25 minutes away from where I live. And I'm just looking over to a, a building that's took about a year to build. And then just like what always happens is after about a month, it was just suddenly finished. Uh, it's the one gym they've opened up um, and it's the black it's quite open plan looks very modern and they've now opened up the road um, so it's looking very very swish and there's plenty of cars there as you can imagine new uh, new gym everyone wants to join it so I'm sure it's doing very well to begin with um, but it's up and running um, I'm not sure what else they've got planned to build around here but I'm sure there's something um, but I've just come out here for a bite to eat I've had a very quiet Saturday um, I have got up this morning I did the washing, uh, wash my clothes, then I'm all on the radiators. Um, I hoovered out fully, um, which takes some doing because I had left it a very long time. It very much needed doing. And then I just kind of mooched around most of the day, done a little bit of research, um, did a bit of reading up for work. Didn't feel like it was like work, work because I just needed to read up on these things and I find them interesting anyway. Things like deliberative democracy and reformulation were two things that I spent a bit of time reading about um and we'll need to do more believe me but uh yeah so that's the that's the personal update so we'll have a, a short little interlude now and then we'll chat about the topic of today's podcast but thanks for listening so far and stay tuned i want you to think about a really important question that we've all been asked and we always answer but we never really think about what we're saying when we answer it and that is when we meet somebody in a social setting and they say, what do you do? Or what are you, right? So I guess what do you do is kind of saying, what job do you do, right? But if somebody said, what are you? Um, some people would say, I'm a mother, I'm a husband, I'm a wife, I am a, an accountant, I'm a doctor. Other people who've got a job would say, I'm a pool player, I'm a darts player. Now, the answer that you give to that is, is effectively how you view the most important thing that you do, how you view your purpose in terms of either professionally or uh, personally in your personal life. Um, and what and what do you enjoy or have to do the most? Um, some people will say, I'm accountant. But if you say that and you have some sort of negative feeling towards it, so for example, if you say, I'm an accountant, but you think, oh God, don't really like that. I wish I was doing something else. You know, my view would be that you have to think about, is there a way that you could actually begin to start to do something else um a very interesting anecdote i'll give you about about purpose and about some and there's this girl who worked at the company i work for and the company i work for um the public affairs industry in the uk currently has a, a sort of a semi-crisis from a management perspective in that it's very hard to retain staff because there's so many vacancies as if, for example in my position although i work remotely so it's slightly different but if i lived in london i could constantly be applying for jobs and probably get interest and slowly but surely tweak up the ladder of, of what's quite a, a hierarchical so you have like account manager senior account manager account director uh, senior account director although you don't tend to see people with those job titles anymore associate director and then director and you can gradually get up there quite quickly because there's that many vacancies so whilst you can't go like every week but I think like every six months you could kind of tweak, tweak up the ladder and within you know 
two or three years be, be very very high up in companies um, and so they do so there was this girl who was very very clever and she was very good at what she did um, I think she was only about 25 and she put a notice in and I hadn't been in the company very long and I didn't really know her and I just sent her an email and said um, I'm really sorry to hear that you go and I've really enjoyed working with you you seem really good at what you do um, I wish you all the best for the future and what connected us was that she was going to work for a member of parliament and I'd done seven years so I, I said to her um, if you get a chance if you know if you need any advice I worked for an MP for seven years and I can tell you what it's like anyway she virtually called me uh, on the audio and said that um, she was she the reason that she'd gone and I thought this was incredibly mature was that she was getting promoted quickly in the in, in our industry and she was worried that she would be promoted too high i.e higher in terms of pay than what she would get working for a, for a politician and she wanted to have that on a cv before she earned too much and i just i said to her i was like that's a really clever thing because i know people who've almost been promoted out of being able to move they're almost stuck at what they do because they don't want to take a pay cut i know we're never stuck i know we can always go but it's such a psychological blow to get reduced pay and particularly when you don't earn a ton to begin with so if you're like on 35 grand a year and you go down to 28 grand a year that that'll feel like a, a big drop plus whether you like it or not we do view money as a, as a way of keeping score in life i.e if you earned a million pound a year and someone said you weren't successful i think you would initially be quite you would cite the fact that you had that income as a reason why they were completely wrong you wouldn't talk about your philosophical needs or your other the, the goods the goodwill stuff that you'd done you'd say look mate i make a million quid go away i'm successful so set off um different story altogether whether you should even respond to something like that but you see the point that i'm making um so we all use money as a, as a way of keeping score um in my point of life i'm just looking to get a little bit more um if you actually ever want to sort of put money in perspective little tip here is go on to sort of take home pay um and just consider how high it's got to go <laughs> in terms of pay after tax etc for you to start earning you know five six grand a month five six seven eight eight grand a month is the point where i really start thinking it you know serious money starts accumulating really quickly um and you have to earn a very 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 high wage in order to get that sort of money um but we've we've talked before about how money very quickly becomes not worthless but less important the more you have it's one of these things we all want but once we've got it it's dead easy to stop thinking about it um but the topic for today is you know take that time to think about your purpose like what is it what do you do and if you can't answer that then you really need to start thinking about it because time goes by quickly and you it's very easy to waste time we're all we're very lucky in today's day and age that we have you know cookers we have shops we have you know all the stuff that we used to have to do in the cave days uh, when we had cavemen and women jumping around is they just had to survive they had to eat they had to find food they had to, have to survive and they keep warm and that was it really we're lucky that we have houses i mean don't get us wrong prices are going up soon it's pretty bad but um generally speaking we we can clothe ourselves heat ourselves and feed ourselves um and have a place to live generally speaking in most cases now there are people obviously who have do, do have hardship and and that's obviously really bad but generally there's there's ways for them to get help in most cases um 
but obviously we do have to work to look after people and that's what the sort of political system does and you know i don't want to get sidetracked into every time i say something like that i start thinking about well no not for everybody but um yeah generally speaking you see the point that i'm making that we get a lot of time to think about the next layer of the maslow hierarchy of needs which is how do we find purpose and meaning in our life beyond the basic needs because for the majority of us who can afford to have a phone that can listen to this we have those needs taken care of and i think for too long in my life because of my background because of the ambitions that was given to me by the level of ambition that was given to me by my parents i think i wasn't you know it was just a case of get a job it wasn't a case of get a good job or even a job that you want it was just get a job and have an income and then you're there it wasn't you know that what i didn't realize when i was young that i realized as i got older is that once you get a job you then start comparing yourself to people higher up the ladder and i can remember the first job i ever got and it was it was working for a bookmakers it's now closed got bought out and it was um i actually live very close by to the what used to be the office i think it's now still an office but the actual bookmakers has turned into a i think it's either a house or it's in the process of being renovated or something anyway it doesn't matter as i can remember going in and sitting down for my first ever day at work of a proper job where i was full-time and that was my life i didn't have education or anything it was just i'm now a worker i'm in the real world and there was a guy called graham and, and this is before i moved back to lincoln in 2003 this was the summer of 2002 and there was a guy called graham who was the operations manager for the company i've got no idea the scope of his job i don't even imagine to be honest that he was earning what i'm earning now i mean obviously we've got 20 years of inflation etc but you know again you see the point i'm making but to me he instantly seemed to have a better job than i did and i was conscious straight away that i wanted that job you know he had his own office he had his own little office and he was doing this and that and the other and i just thought he's got a bit of status he's got a, an authoritative remit he's got doesn't have to be sitting in the room with us he's got his own office so he's he's got it made that guy now looking back he didn't have it made really um and you know two years down the line the company got sold and i don't know what god knows what happened to him i think now to be honest that was 20 years ago he must have been he's probably retired or close enough to retired um but anyway uh there you go at that time i was like I need, I need, I need to move up the ladder, and that was on my first day at work. Now, gradually, I've, I've gone, f you know, helped the skelter route, but I've managed to eventually get somewhere that's doing okay. You know, I work from home. I've got a good home office sorted. I, I took a lot of time to think about how did I want it to look. So I've got my my lights set up where, so I look good on on the videos, so as good as I can get, uh, being me. Um, I've got my two screens set up. I've got books to raise the screens up so they're at the right height. I've got um, a wall board so I can write stuff on the wall. I've got my notepads. I've got a TV on the other side of the room which I can cast onto, which can have, like, for example, Parliament on if I need to listen to something that's going on in Parliament or just music um, or anything. And, and obviously, the room's very minimalist, so all I have in is my computer. That's it. My computer in one corner, my printer in the other corner, and the rest I can just, I could get a little sofa, I guess I could do. Um, for like thinking time or whatever and blah 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 but I don't I haven't done that because I can just walk through and lie in my bed if I need to um, but everything's kind of set up thoughtfully in the way that I want it so but yeah you still have that drive so I've still got that chip on my shoulder where I want to be more 
so I'm looking at you know setting up an own business and I'll be honest and it's again money's not everything but if I was making you know off a job and a contract 10 grand of fees which I could do if I get this business going I would be very very proud of that I would be super proud and wouldn't even spend it necessarily just the fact that I had it and I'd earned it it would have just it would just feel really really good and it wouldn't even necessarily like I wouldn't be one of these people that takes two grand of that money and just blows it on you know ridiculously nice clothes or, or a swanky car I'd just be really proud that I had it and that I managed to earn it and that I was you know that I was beating life a little bit I was on the top end of it and that means more to me than than spending power because chances are I would just hoard it because I know that security you know that's all money really is for me really it's just that I don't I didn't like the idea that I would get into adulthood after constantly being told no when I wanted stuff when I was younger and we could never you know I would get you know a nice Christmas present nice birthday present but my parents were never gonna you know free spend on us I think even if they won the lottery we wouldn't have got like ridiculous amounts of stuff you know it just wasn't that type of family and I just got really bored and the parents would never let me quit stuff either so after a while when I as I got older I just wanted to a be able to stop stuff I didn't want to do so that's where a lot of that comes from with me I just could never quit anything they would not let me quit my mum made me go to brass band for like five years it felt like forever and as soon as I could quit I was gone she made me go to church every week as soon as I could quit I was gone and I don't know whether that was the intention. I mean, I think the intention was to teach us good values, but actually it just taught me that when I don't like something, I quit. And sometimes it's like I'd, I quit jobs when I had a bad day because I couldn't stand the thought of being made to go. So as soon as someone said to me, you can't quit your job, I'm like, watch me quit my job. And I did. I did a couple of times, just a few, pure fit of peak. And I didn't care what the consequences were. I did not care. I just wanted to show that I was in control. And that was because I never had any control when I was younger. So, yeah, we could get into that definitely. But I don't want to so hammer my parents in terms of how they looked after me. But, yeah, there was definitely errors in, 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 in that respect. Um, that I'm still kind of at the age of 40. There's no, I read this really interesting piece somewhere. And I don't know how, you know, other people will know more about whether this has any traction or, or or credence to it but i remember reading a thing that said we're all pretty much the person we were when we were eight years old there's a lot of our character and our drive and our you know self-belief self-purpose you know self-perception it comes from however we were treated when we were eight by friends by others by family and i'm thinking god i had no chance <laughs> but anyway um but all i'll say is I'll, I'll bring it to a close on this one and say that you know treat it as a positive thing but proactively think about what is your purpose and make sure that you're eliminating things from life planning to eliminate things from life taking action all the time saying what do i want life to look like and realizing that you don't have to be guilty about it one of the things that I just don't understand and everybody I know does this for some reason and you'll say to someone for example park the car over in space X because it'll be easier to get to your house but people have always parked in space Y which is hard they will park in space Y for some reason anything that can be easier like for example 
great example I said to a family member um, who's just got a bunch of money and they've just got a, a tiny television right they've got like a small TV and I said why don't you get a nice big TV and they're like oh no I think my TV's alright it's like no your TV's tiny you can get a nice big sort of 60 inch TV and really really enjoy watching TV because you watch a lot of TV and they won't do it and I don't get it you know I just don't understand why people don't allow themselves to do better and you get a lot of that there's a lot of guilt out there on convenience and on on sensible obvious decisions you know like if you're gonna if you go to a restaurant for a night out and they have no money troubles and they, and they look at the dish that they want and it's like 15 quid and you go out once every six months and you go i'm not buying that it's 15 quid you're like but you only go out once like once every six months like we haven't been out since covid why don't you just have the dish that you want no no i'll just have the other one because it's just easier i'm not paying 15 quid for a steak right okay the steak is overpriced but you've only been out once in two years have what you want like i don't know you, you guys can probably entertain yourself by thinking about examples of people who just don't do anything to make their lives easier i always do every time and that's one of my biggest strengths is that if i want to go out to a drive and just park somewhere i do it if i think i'm going to enjoy just driving out and doing a podcast i do it if i get to five o'clock and i think you know what i just can't bother to cook i want to eat something yes i've got to think about diet but yes i do it and you know at the end of the day do what makes you happy and like really do what makes you happy don't just pretend and then i'll make do all the time and compromise like if you want to get something nice save up and if it takes another month to buy the one you really want don't just buy a knockoff secondhand crap wait and get something really good because like well why not you know like why not i've got a family member who always buys secondhand rubbish when in the end then the waste stuff like the waste stuff on amazon and you think why didn't you just spend like a little bit more on something really good anyway that'll do for now but yes guys we will come back we'll reconvene i hope you enjoyed today and i'll speak to you all on the next show thanks for listening